Hi, Uncle Milty here for Hearing and Brain Centers. Liberals have their own dictionary. According to them, if someone wants money they have not earned, that's need. If you want to keep the money you have earned, that's greed. And when politicians arrange your transfer, it's compassion. Uncle Milty here for HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023, HearingAndBrainCenters.com, 435-612-1023. Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board-certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that, and he was the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the Support Your Immune Function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at katedallyradio.com. Sunny with a 100% chance of government overreach. The Kate Daly Show starts now. A man has ruined a weekend away with his girlfriend by saying what he was thinking. (laughs) Our reporter Emma Bradford is at the scene. Martin Bishop and Eleanor Shaw had stopped at a cosy country pub after a romantic walk when Ms Shaw looked up meaningfully at Bishop and asked what he was thinking at that very moment. (laughs) The weekend was about to go very wrong indeed. I was hoping he would say maybe this would be... A great place to bring the kids one day. (laughs) Or even something corny but sweet, like, I have everything I'll ever need right here. (laughs) And what did you say, Martin? I said, pigs are much bigger than you expect. (laughs) One of them was so big you could ride it. More from us later. I laugh every time I hear that one. That was actually Will Swenson, who used to perform here locally (laughs) in that clip. It's funny. Welcome, Kate Daly Show. Boy, I have a show for you today. We have a show. I have, uh, we have, actually, uh, the national part of this show, the two hours, is going to be jam-packed with so much truth. I am a little worried about how people receive that. We'll try to present it in a way that's cohesive and, and great. But man, oh man, oh man. Got a lot. Got a mm-hmm. lot on the show today. And uh, hi, Uncle Milty. How are you? Hello. I'm good, I think. I'm, I'm glad I don't own a construction company. Why? I I don't know how this could possibly happen, but... Four hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars worth of construction equipment has recently been stolen from construction sites around St. George and Washington City. Hmm. You don't just sneak away with construction equipment, right? Right. I, hmm. How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's an insurance deal. Yeah. Hmm. That'll lead us into our last hour. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll be talking about that a little bit. That's funny that you mentioned that. 
Um, and I think you could be right on that. A lot of construction firms now have cameras on all their stuff, too. Sure they do. Mm-hmm. Anyway. GPS trackers. Yeah, yeah I know. It's pretty hard well, to Yeah. So, it wouldn't surprise me if they strung out the um, Rittenhouse case until tomorrow. Just because Friday's a little better for verdicts. It's like it's like document dump night. They always give you the big document Friday at like 5 o'clock. So because they know everyone's going to be on the weekend just doing their thing. Yeah, that yeah. and it like in, if there's riots and stuff in Chicago, uh-huh. they'll have two separate instances instead mm-hmm. of one big one on Saturday right, night. Right, <laughs> right, right. Oh, what a mess. Yeah. Um, what a mess. It's self-defense. I don't know what the problem here is, but uh, it, they've turned it into a circus because they wanted to turn it into a circus because the media wanted to turn it into a circus. No black people <clears throat> involved. Mm-hmm. And yet it's a racial issue. I know. I know. It's I, You got me on that one. I don't know. I, I You know what? Media. That's all I can say. Yeah. Media spin. Media, media spin. Media lies. And they are nice hair, nice teeth. And that's about it. Um, so we're seeing so many people like basketball players that happen to maybe, I don't know, play for BYU mm-hmm. um, that are getting the jab and then suddenly can't play. But the news is saying they just suddenly have circul- circulatory problems or issues or, oh, they just, you know, and it's usually right after that shot. So very interesting to me how they really have to bypass the truth. I mean, it's not as if it's not as if you just have a clumsy journalist they actually have to intentionally say that it's not post-shot stuff, right? right? They have to actually kind of make up like, oh, heart defects happening in every baby. Oh, um, little kids with problems. Yeah, that's happening all over the place. 20-year-olds with heart attacks and blood clots totally happens every day. You, yeah. ha- you have to absolutely intentionally do that. Sick. It's sick. Very similar to how they handled the extra cases of autism. Yeah. Yeah, you don't meet anybody. Perfectly normal. Well, where's all the cases over the age of 60 with autism if autism has just always been around? Yeah, yeah, you don't find it. No, because they're not there. It's not there. Um, Another thing I wanted to mention, too, and there was a reason we played that intro coming in, um, but I wanted to to say that OSHA has... (laughs) It doesn't surprise me because the uh, the federal court swatted them right, and now they're now they're suspending enforcement. They don't have enforcement, and they don't have any U.S. code backing up their enforcement. Duh! I mean, of course they have to suspend their endor- their uh, enforcement. Yeah, but they said it in a way that says, yeah. you know, we really don't think the government has the right to tell us that we can't enforce it, but right. we're going to go along for now. But we're going to go along for now. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, there's no U.S. code, nothing's written, and the media keeps trying to say that it's part of the EO for federal contractors. It is not. And that is still in the courts right now. Uh, yep. Their little narrative's falling apart, you think? Yeah. Totally. Totally falling apart. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Caller, you're live. All righty then. Got a little shy. Okay, that's fine. The Democrats are jumping ship like you can't believe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable how many have announced retirement Mm -hmm. or not. I'm not going to run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They know. They know what the writing is on the wall. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're so, hoping they don't get tried for treason mm, if they get out. I wish I wish the parties actually made a difference in your liberty, but they don't. So I I mean, don't get me wrong. Hardcore lefties can do a lot of damage. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it's just too bad the right's not going to actually take a stand. So um, that's why I say it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But um, but with OSHA now, if your company is telling you that they're going to do this to you and you have to leave, don't leave. But if, the, if you have to leave, just remember, just remember, don't leave. Make them fire you. Just continue to go to work and not worry yep. about it. Because I cannot believe how many people locally are trying to get in on this. I know a lot of people that are going, if you don't take this shot, you have to work at home or you have to mm. do this or do that and make it kind of impossible for the job. And and then here we are, right? And they think that they can get away with this. They're, every one of them is going to lose their case when they get sued. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Very true. Very, very true. And uh, the reason that we played that video or that liner coming into was there. W- <laughs> Sorry, there was a couple stories. Number one, uh, well, well, we'll get to the other two in just a moment. But the first one I wanted to talk about was the story about um, about the women and leadership project at Utah State University. Okay, keep that in mind. The women and leadership project just found that um, pretty much everyone's a sexist <laughs> and and the and the remarks are prevalent in Utah and normalized in everyday conversation, public communication and social settings. Why does it not shock me that a women's group <laughs> found that everything we do in Utah is sexist towards them? What is wrong with these women? I'm serious. They're so pathetic. It- it sounds to me like that just there's some very angry women. <laughs> some bitter old yeah. women that for some reason continuously have to have this narrative that they're a victim. Mm-hmm. It's it's so sad. I read the first statement of this and I thought, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, my gosh, it is. It's like the old I see dead people. That's all you can see. All they can see is everyone is against them. Everyone is sexist. And they really want to control speech is where it comes down to. A lot of yeah. control. Mm-hmm. The the song that yeah. has the line "I uh-huh. am woman, hear me roar." <laughs> Gross. What gag. it should have been was "I am woman, hear me whine," <laughs> <laughs> not roar. <laughs> that is so true, though. It is true. It really is. They it's claim a... to be so strong, no, and truth. they constantly whine. That is the. <laughs> That's the truth. Look at what they're up to right now. They're given everything. Men men don't even know whether to open a door or not open a door. They have men so befuddled trying to figure out what they want that they're furthering the conversation by saying, you're still sexist. You're still saying things against me. I don't understand these women. I'm about as anti-feminist as you can get, but these women drive me crazy they think everything has bias um uh, they're being objectified there's stereotypes they said that they're undervaluing women i'm sorry who is undervaluing women who name somebody i want to see the organization even that's doing this women have it all and every man will tell you women want it all and they have it all no i'm sorry but there's no this is this is why the women's march drives me batty. What are they marching for? What are they doing? 
they're 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 walking around in their little combat boots, all angry and in a fit. They have every right in the book and more. They have everything they want. Men are like, oh, how can you be happy? What can I do for you? I mean, look at all the songs with the messaging of, oh, are you are you are you fulfilled now? Are you okay now? And women are still whining. They're still whining about this. You know, my anniversary is coming it. up, and we've been married a long time. Mm-hmm. And I love my wife dearly. But I learned about 40 years ago that there's just some things that are she's never going to be happy about, no matter <laughs> what I do. She's not going to be happy? Yeah, <laughs> on certain things. Right, right. So you you, you finally you give up trying, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and, yeah. And, and just accept this is the way this person is. I'm sure guys at this point are tired of trying because oh, yeah. women are... What else do they want? What's going to make them happy? Because you know what? This ain't doing it. This is not making them happy. Otherwise, they wouldn't they would have stopped whining a long time ago. But they continue on as if something has been taken from them. They're deprived in some way. And so now they've got to further this along. I own steroids. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe if they wore a belt <laughs> that held up a little bag with a couple large marbles in it. <laughs> <laughs> they might like that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what they want. I don't know they want that, but I don't know what they want. And they said all your comments out there, guys, because you're just making all these comments left and right. Blatant, subtle, aggressive, unintentional. You're getting blamed for unintentional comments toward these women. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I feel so bad for you. I really do. I really do. You know what? It's the, I swear, it is the white male, middle class male. You are the victim now. It isn't anyone else. It's you because you don't even get a voice anymore. You just get told what a pig you are all the time and how racist and bigoted and unintentional you are all the time. (laughs) I just feel sad for guys. Jeez, wheeze these women. Be right back. Okay, tell the show. Hi, this is Kate, and I just wanted to let you know about a new product that I fell in love with, and I want you to have it too, and you can get a special deal on it right now. It's a wonderful sanitizer that really cleans, hospital grade, they use electricity to do it, and it's really natural, and it's not sticky, it doesn't have alcohol in it, it's just an amazing new product, and it's concentrated, so you actually get tons of bottles of it for a really low price and it stores well for prepping. So I would highly recommend this and get it while you can. Um, Instead of $250, you can grab it for 44 bucks. This is at the bottom of my homepage. You can find the the little ad on the the bottom of my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Click on it. You'll love this product. We need a new kind of clean. To do that, Clean Start combines two of nature's most powerful forces, water and electricity, to produce electrolyzed water, or HOCL. HOCL is your body's first internal response after an infection or trauma. In fact, it's significantly more effective at killing bacteria, viruses, mold and mildew than bleach or other household cleaners. Clean Start's globally patented tablet-based hand sanitizer turns any quart of tap water into FDA-approved alcohol-free hand sanitizer and registered wound care solution to a new kind of clean. Clean Start. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Cause I've heard it all before. 
Good old Helen Reddy. Yeah. Good old Helen Reddy. Here we go. Oh, she doesn't say hear me worrying <laughs> on there. that one. Uh, so she's wearing a very, very sexy little midriff tank top. Um, yeah. Hear mm-hmm. me roar. Yeah. That says female empowerment when you have to sex it up, right? Yeah. In order to deliver the song. Yes. Well, <laughs> Thanks, Helen. I yeah. think as little as she knew about women, uh-huh. that her name was probably really Harold Reddy. <laughs> <laughs> Harold Reddy? Yeah. Not Helen, mm. Harold. <laughs> little did we know. <laughs> Oh, boy. You know, it's interesting because I look at these women and I think they'll never be, they'll just be eternally unfulfilled. Always. They'll never be enough. They'll never be enough. This was 1971 for good old sexing it up uh, Helen Reddy on stage um, because these women I have found, the ones that are out in, uh, you know, marching, marching for rights they already have. You got to be a lunatic to do that. But these are the women that uh, that still, you know, want to sex it up to get the attention from men, although they want to scream at them when they do give them attention. Yeah, it's and I think, I think the reason for that mm-hmm. is is those type of women decided early on in their life that all they had to offer was sex. <laughs> yeah, That's it. That's yeah, all I have it's to true. offer. Oh, it's so true. In fact, you know, we, I've done shows on this. We've done shows on this, but good old Ruthie. Good old Ruthie Ginsburg. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you really look at her career, I did a deep dive into all of her decisions on the court. She got into the court system by demanding, right, when she got in, demanding the same pay as the judges who had already been there a long time who were male. So she wanted the same pay going in. She didn't want to have to earn it like they did. She just wanted to jump in at their same rate. Then when she did her decisions, nothing really that she ever did empowered women and gave and, and, and honestly did much for them. In fact, mm-hmm. it's very weak on that notion. If you go back and you really look at her court, but women today were trained to look at her as an icon. Mm-hmm. So everyone always says she's an icon, an icon for what? Go look at her career. It really didn't. She didn't really do much for women. It's kind of interesting. So I always, I, I look at these things that we don't understand about history and the way we're taught to feel about them through the media and movies and everything else. And I just, it's just She was a woman that actually told the school with her kids. She said, don't call me. You call my husband 50% of the time. I don't want to know about it. I'm busy. And I thought, aren't you a good mother? I mean, that's the mentality of Ruthie. Her her largest accomplishment was was serving on the bench for two years after her death. There really is a lot to be said about that, by the way. We yes, could go into a is. whole conversation about that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, the thing that gets me about these feminists, uh-huh. they will roll over for a transgender man. Oh, yeah. And yeah. say, oh, yeah, he has everything uh-huh. now. Right. Even the Olympics have done it now. Yeah. The Olympics yeah. say that a woman has to be tested for testosterone 
but a transgender man does mm-hmm. not because that would infringe right, right. his right. Right. No, you're right. And here's here's one more thing. Have you ever noticed that many transgenders go after the sex appeal of women, right? And I'm just being honest here, sex appeal and the sexy version of women, because that's what a lot of people are glorifying is the sex appeal. Yep. Not so much just the woman. It's more about how sexy can I look in heels? Can I can I pass this off? Can I wear enough makeup and the hair to sort of to sort of bring on the sex appeal, right? Yep. It's very it's very telling about what they even feel about women. Yeah. Right? But it's okay for them. Right. Well, what I get over amazed about is mm-hmm. the fact that they are now going to give up all of, everything that they wanted as equality in sports and mm-hmm. everything else. Right. Gone. Right. If you're, a, if you're a young woman now playing high school sports mm-hmm. or heading in that direction, you're going to have to compete against men on a, on a girls' softball team. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about you know, the sports on a, thing. On a girls' volleyball mm-hmm. team? Right, right. You're never going to get a scholarship. You're never going to nope. get anywhere. You're, I, you're just yeah. going to be a second-rate player. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. Thanks yep. for the call. I really appreciate the, it. Yep. Yep, you're right on the sports thing. Absolutely. That's, yeah, and and it's really, it's really pathetic. I, the reason I'm talking about that, too, is because, first of all, it doesn't surprise me at all that a bunch of women are bitter because they're not getting enough attention. They're not getting enough so-called rights in their eyes. They're just not getting enough, and, buddy, they never will. And I do feel bad for men because I think you guys don't know what to do. <laughs> you don't know whether to compliment or not compliment. You don't know whether to step in and help and not help. And I know how complicated women can be. And I kind of feel bad for guys sometimes because I feel like you guys are just, you You actually come from a place where most of you, not the abusive small fraction of them, but the majority of you just want to just wanna help or just want to be there or just want to treat your, treat your gal nice and... Women can be hard. I've had bad. I've had women over the years turn yeah. to me and say, "I can open my own door, thank you." How sad is that? It, it's pitiful. I, I do. I think that's really pathetic. I don't like that at then all. Then older women mm-hmm. always say, "Thank you very much." They're yeah. still no, gentlemen. Smart around. women say, "Thank you very much," right? And uh, and not another word, and just you know, button yep. it up and walk away, and just say thank you because. I always feel like, good, you were taught well. You know what I mean? You were taught well. If you're opening up that door for a gal, you're, you you had a good mother who taught you. Now, so Now, it is a little different if you walk mm-hmm. up and open the door and say, hey, weakling, I'll get that for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but not yeah, too many guys do that. You look like you that. can't lift a phone book. So <laughs> yeah. Can I get that for you? <laughs> That'll go over well. Really appreciate that. Um, But uh, see, here's the deal. So in today's news, not only do you have that from yesterday's news and women just not feeling like they have enough, right? These are the, these are the women that, these are the women that demand the priesthood. Now in my church and in your church, what is wrong with women? I think they don't understand that, that point, right? They don't get the whole thing. Otherwise they wouldn't be demonstrating and saying, I've got to go wear pants and I've got to do all these things to be a man. Um, you don't see men doing this, but you see women doing this because they're just, they're eternally unfulfilled. They're just not going to be happy, these women. But the LGBT community too was saying that Utah gets an F in equality, but in, but in Salt Lake, you guys have nailed it. You get an A plus. And I was laughing because when we came in here talking about this before we came on today, what else could possibly we do to make you happy, LGBT community? 
What could happen? Do, do, do we just give you all the best jobs and all the best places and all the best condos and houses? I mean, what is it going to take for somebody to stop whining that they're not getting their fair share? They, women and LGBT get more than everybody else right now because all you have to do is claim one or the other. And guess what, folks? You've just now intimidated either somebody renting a house to you mm-hmm. or an employer or anything else that you're going to sue. All you have to do is mention it. Yeah. You guys don't have that. I don't see you guys have anything like that. No. No, of course not. But women and LGBT can just say, well, I'm discriminated against. So there you go. Yeah. You know, men usually have to prove they can do the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I call her. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi there. Kevin. How are you? Hi. Go right ahead. You got about a minute. Go for it. Well, okay. I just, uh, I, I'm irritated. I'm 41 years old, uh-huh. single, never been married. Mm-hmm. All my friends can get girlfriends but me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been married. I hear women say, oh, I hate jerks. I hate jerks. Mm-hmm. They tell me all this information on the first date. I'm right. thinking, why are you telling me this? And then they go out with a guy who's the same jerk that the previous one <laughs> right. was. Yep. I don't right. get it. Well, do the, do the bait and switch. Be a jerk and then be the nice guy. <laughs> You'll get the girl. I mean, honestly, if that's what they're attracted to, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why women are like that. I can't explain it. Uncle Milty, maybe you no, can. No, that, that is a, another avenue to go, look down because mm-hmm. I've dated some women in my life that, that wanted to be treated badly. Right, right. I had this one gal, she used to tell me, slap me, slap me when I say something wrong. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, she was terrible. So there are women out there, regardless of what they complain about, like to be treated badly. Yeah, they do. They do. Just like there's a sector of men, there can be more abusive. Yep. Let's face it. Right. And uh, but we're not talking. We're talking about the whole like the the majority. The majority. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Can you hear me? Okay. I can. Go right ahead. Okay, good. Yes. You know what? I I tried to set up an appointment with you guys to have a meeting, you know, on the line. But let me go through a little bit here. You know how contention is of the devil, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we know how Christ is our exemplar. You'll notice he never argued, right? Mm-hmm. Only time he used unrighteous, well, when he was going after the banksters, or if you will, the mm-hmm. people at the temple, was righteous indignation. Now, we are self-governing. God is a sovereign. Mm-hmm. If we want to be self-government, we can. Now, we've entered adhesion contracts, driver's license, Social Security, bank prof- bank um, account, professional licensing and such, right? Mm-hmm. So you sign this contract, so when there's a lawsuit filed, the first thing to do is uh, it, it, it has about jurisdiction. And even in, a di- in an indictment, what they do is they bring in uh, driver's license, your residence, right, mm-hmm. which is corporate, your Social Security card, your bank Right, Fresh professional licensing, and you think you're going to get out of it, okay? Well, okay I have not. about 30 well, seconds to wrap this up because I'm not quite sure where you're going, well, these, but go for it. Okay, well, these, they're fraud, and you can get out of them. I haven't gotten out of them. So that's what, uh, because you, you've become a corporate citizen in the United States, you uh-huh. signed all that, or it's sub-corporation, which is a state. Okay. So you can become a state of the union citizen, and they no longer have jurisdiction. I've done it. Uh-huh. It's happened, been out of the system okay. for 30 five years. Is that something you'd be interested in, your callers would be interested in? Oh, sure. But thanks. Uh, just email me, kate at katedallyradio.com. I'm not sure it has anything to do with what we're talking about, but call me and yeah. Uh, or, I'm sorry, email me, kate at katedallyradio.com. Yes. Thank you. Um, but what we're talking about are people that are whining they don't get enough. <laughs> and uh, they certainly have every 
every right. In fact, when Ruthie came along, there wasn't much she could do for women. Why is that in the 1970s? Because they already had rights. They already had God-given rights. You saw more women enter the workplace, but at the same time, we saw our families go downhill as well. I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. It's just the truth. Our families were not the same after that. So I don't, I'm not quite sure what women conquered, but I don't think it was betterment of family. Honestly, you know, it was just fulfillment for them. Well, that in the I, workplace, they chose a different method mm-hmm. of negotiation. Uh-huh. If they didn't think they were getting enough money, they thought crying would get them more. <laughs> but with men, if, if I made them want right, me, right. right. You need me. I'm uh-huh. a good employee. Yeah, yeah. So pay me more. Right, right. And you, I usually got the raise that I asked mm-hmm. for. Well, there you go. There you go. But women, women can be just more uh, demanding of that. And so when they when they went in for um, equal pay and they said, "This is our mountain that we have climbed." Do you know it was already starting to go that way because women had not been in the workforce like men. And so women start, women were uh, catching up, but guess what? The guys had been there 20 years and yeah. the women wanted to come in and get just like Ruthie wanted to come in and get the same rate of pay. And it wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. They didn't work for that. And the guys had stayed there longer and the women had been out because they had been raising a family. And so the women were demanding that they get the same rate of pay. This is an issue today. People who are Mm -hmm. working to get $15 an hour, all of a sudden they're hiring some 17-year-old and paying them $15 an hour. Right. They want to raise now, too. We'll be right back, Kay Dallas Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I hope you're well. We're live on a Thursday. We have a huge show in the national show. Uh, Chris Ann Hall won't be with us today. She'll be back next week. But we have so much truth to share you share with you. I'm kind of wondering how it'll be. You know, there's some concepts I want to go over and some things to introduce. And anyway, we'll we'll get there. Um. Anyway, so I want to share just a, a few thoughts with you. Can we do this? Okay. So the uh, the LGBT community is saying that they they in particular think that we're not inclusive enough. They gave a hundred score to Salt Lake City. They're the only people that are doing things inclusively. Um, the rest of the state gets an F. Okay, and um, they they didn't really identify how or why that is because I don't see Salt Lake doing anything that anyone else is not doing, but. Um, but here, here was their deal. They said uh, they analyzed 500 cities for the human rights campaign for their inclusion of LGBTQ people in laws and policies and services. Those three things, laws, policies, and services. And they said, uh, we've come a long way, but more work needs to be done. <laughs> okay. Um, where in, in law did they not D- did it come up short for them? I would I would really be curious about that because it seems as though the bully in the room with the cake baker was the LGBT person, not allowing the cake baker to have any freedom. I'm just going to throw that out there. 
So I would like to know how somebody has been harnessed that is LGBTQ in this. Um, and this is interesting. Let me, let me share this with you too. I would have actually made the cake. I know, unbelievable, right? Because I'm saying the things I'm saying right now. I would have actually made the cake. Wouldn't have bothered me. But I want the freedom on whether to make that cake or not. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, so I, I find this interesting that the LGBTQ and women have about the same problem. And that is that both of them want to be noticed, but don't want to be noticed. Okay. So for women, it's, I'm going to dress as sexy as I can. I want your attention. I want you to want me. But at the same time, I want to control how you do that. And then I don't want you to objectify me. (laughs) So the person's in a little bit of a pickle on how to react to a woman. LGBT, on the other hand, is uh, don't look at me as different, except for the fact that when I want a job or a home or all of these things, I think I'm being deprived of, which I don't see any, I don't see a huge amount of homeless LGBTQ on the sidewalk. Um, I want to be noticed, but I don't want to be noticed. So don't notice me, but notice me. So they actually have a group that goes around and counts them. They do. They have a, an index group called Municipal Equality Index, and it counts them, although they don't want to be counted as different. They want to be counted as normal, but they still have a count. It doesn't make sense, does it? No, it doesn't. But there's a way, you know, I I was renting a, a condo to somebody once, uh-huh. and I, when I ran their credit check, they'd already had two evictions on mm-hmm. their credit check, you know? Yeah. And I said to the guy, I said, look, I, I'm not going to rent to you because of your evictions. But before I make it official, would you prove to me you're not homosexual? <laughs> because you knew that <laughs> yeah, they could I, use that right. against right. you. Yeah. They could say, no, it wasn't because it of the evictions. It wasn't because of the evictions. It's because I'm homosexual. Yeah. Right. That's what you, that's what makes it unfair. That's see? right. It makes it very unfair. Now you're taking rights away from somebody else because now you are sort of the bully in the room and you get what you want by saying everything comes down to who you sleep with or yep. what gender you are. Now, I know that women in some companies could get treated differently. Too bad. So sad. Get out your little violin. There are other companies where that wouldn't be the case. But women go after it and they they actually go after it in the same way it's kind of it's kind of strange if you ask me yeah but the fact of the matter is everyone gets treated differently because everyone's different exactly so (laughs) men get treated differently too yeah and you'll have a guy that's an outcast at a company that likes to golf or likes to get together and they might feel the same way although they can't look at their gender and say that's the reason right right And so they say, well, I'm just not liked. I'm the outlier in the company. Well, the women's going to say, oh, it's because I'm a woman. Right. No, maybe you're just not likable. Yeah. Maybe you just suck and you're terrible. I've met a lot of women who weren't very likable. (laughs) Maybe you just suck as a person. I mean, honestly, not everything can dial down to being a woman. No. I, I, I don't understand how they go about this. LGBT is the same way. So there's a huge article in KSL right now that's all about, we're not getting our way, and they're whining again. And what are they whining about? I want to know hard facts. I'm sorry, are, are you really discriminated against? 
Because in 2021, I'm just not seeing it. But man, they're vocal and they get the headlines. And it's always the political faction of the group that drives this forward. Because I think most people that are LGBTQ probably just want to live their life. It's the political faction that drives them crazy. And then with women, it's the feminist group that drives us crazy. Right? The other thing is, is Mm -hmm. the people that are like we're talking about... Mm -hmm are a minority of the LGBTQ population. Yes, My brother-in-law was homosexual, and he hated those people. Yeah. Why are they out there doing that? Right, Why don't right. they just live their lives? Mm. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, good afternoon. Hi there. Hi. Go right ahead. Well, let's see. Um, uh, let's take the uh, definition of uh, you know the LGBTQ and others mm-hmm. about um, diversity. Right. We hear that a lot. Tolerance, diversity. But when it gets down to it, instead of being inclusive, Mm -hmm. they're exclusive. They really are. They really are. They're the bully in the room. It's kind of funny how they get away with always being the, the victim, though. And and nobody ever asks about that. They just assume that they're always the victim, that women are a victim of what we're talking about, that LGBT are a victim. But, you know, they everyone's living their lives pretty well and have been for a long time. So I'm not quite sure who the victim is anymore. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And to go to the whole feminism thing, uh-huh. how they run around and stomp their feet. And I am woman. Hear me roar. Yeah. And uh, I demand equal pay for this and that. Mm-hmm. Two classic examples. Yeah. The United States women's soccer team mm-hmm. and the WNBA. Yeah. Yeah. I challenge anyone out there to go on to any sports apparel website, go mm-hmm. into the drop-down menu where it says soccer, mm-hmm. and find out how many jerseys the women teams sell versus the men's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, find out how many people watch both of those. Not a exactly. huge amount of people. So, too bad. Up your game then, I guess. I mean, honestly, exactly. when was the last time I wanted to watch women play basketball? I don't. I don't want to watch it, right? So? Right. But it's because they're women, not because they're not delivering something right. to the masses that the masses truly want to see, right? I mean, let's Absolutely. be honest. Yeah, thank you for that. Really appreciate the call. And here's the other thing. I spoke out on this once on, a lo- on this local hour, and I got, I got some letters from some <laughs> women who said, you should be grateful. You are standing on the shoulders of a woman who came before you, who made radio possible for you. Listen, honey, that isn't that isn't how this happened. I'm standing on the shoulders of founding fathers that made this possible. Okay, and whoever the first woman was going to be in radio was just simply the first woman, just as the first man was the first man at whatever said job you're going to talk about. So I'm standing on the shoulders of great men who really put together that constitution Okay, and they relied on God. So I'm here in this country able to do this because of them, not because of Ruthie Ginsburg, not because of some, you know, uh, just awful, crazy feminist who started the feminist movement named Kate. Actually, her name was Kate. I'm not here because of her. No. And, and <laughs> I'm here because I wanted to do this job and it worked. Yeah. And it wasn't because of your talent either. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's a lovely You're sentiment. Welcome. I really appreciate you keeping me in check. <laughs> I'm always humble on the Kate Daly show. Good grief. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
Hi. Hi there. I just wanted to call about the, you know, the whole gay and lesbian community. Mm-hmm. I have a niece who's gay, mm-hmm. and she's married to her partner. Mm-hmm. They have, have a nice life. been able to get an apartment. Yeah. They have great jobs. Um, just bought their first home together. There you go. They're both very conservative and I actually feel bad for her. She's so embarrassed by the, the, the gay community. She's like, right. they make us look crazy, and they just want to live their lives. And I agree. Contribute to society and... You know, I, I so agree with like, you. Well, they're just normal people. No, I totally agree with <laughs> no. you. And I'm all for I'm very libertarian on this because I feel like if that's your choice in life, that's your choice in life. It's OK. It's fine. I don't I'm over here. I don't care. But it's the political faction that's driving articles like this that's saying we still haven't it gotten is, our way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah, what and drives makes, me crazy. It, it, and that's what drives her the most crazy. Mm. She's just like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be associated as being right. a part of this. You know? I agree. So I'm, I yeah. totally agree too. So thank and, you. And my husband, my uh-huh. husband sells real estate. Uh-huh. He's been selling it for almost thirty years, and he's never discriminated. I mean, you mean women and you know, women and gay people <laughs> are actually getting homes? Nuh-uh. They can yes, they can buy houses. They qualify for loans. What? They get all of that. And <laughs> I'm in anyway, shock. Yeah, and I, yeah. Uh, the whole, you know, we, we want right. to be treated normal, but then we need to uh, also be singled out. And yes, uh, we need more in this. And it, it all drives me crazy. Thank and you. I, I, I do. I feel really bad for this. The whole the gay community as well. Thank you. you. Really appreciate the call. I'm yeah. with you because I think I think women and LGBT. I think these two groups they don't know what they want. They don't know, so they're going to continuously whine and tell you they're not getting what they wanted. But they're a minority in those groups. Mm-hmm. They, they really, really are. are. They really are. Just like she said, and I agree with that. Um, because I've seen it in my own personal oh, life. So friends of mine, I've seen it, and they all think the same as her or as her yep. family members. They just they they get embarrassed for the people that sit there and whine. And 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 honestly, if you were to ask these the the whiners in these situations, whether it be women who want to think everything's gender, not because of them, but gender, and and then of course LGBTQ. Uh, it ask them what they've actually been deprived of having because the list isn't there no it's not there and that makes me frustrated and angry at a lot of women who try to say well you're affecting me i'm a victim because of you just like these women up north who decided that everything you guys say is sexist everything we say must be sexist Um, if you want to see through that lens, I guess you can, because then everything you see, you're going to have a little chip on your shoulder and everything's going to be taken from you and you won't have any opportunities, I guess, in life. I, I would hope I'm not that woman. I would hope that I could make my husband dinner because I love him, not because I feel like a slave to him, because don't you know these women feel like that? How sad is that? They feel like, well, I'm a slave and I'm not getting treated yeah, right. right. No, you got a guy who probably really cares about making you happy and is right there for you to to take on the burden of maybe paying the bills and, and everything else. Or maybe it's shared. I don't know. But I think you have it pretty good. And I think the guys have it pretty good. But I guess no one's ever going to be really happy with it. I don't know. These groups aren't going to be happy. It's just sad to me.
because I, I think men and women offer such different great things. And if they can work together, it's just bliss. It really is. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. We've had a lot of shows on the importance of fathers and the importance of men. Because I really do think men get a really bad rap right now. And I think it's unfortunate. And I think with the whole woman power thing out there, I think that uh, it's all about women all the time. And that to me is really sad. It's really sad because that's not how it should be. You know, girl power. Why do you need girl power? Why don't you just be a girl? Why does it have to be all-consuming power? That's what I don't get. I'm, I'm always a big question mark in what is driving them to think this. And, and the moms that, that say to the young girls, girl power, go for girl power. And I'm sitting there thinking, why are you teaching them that? Like, girl power? Like, you have to be the most powerful person in the room? Isn't it kind of selfish? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, love it is giving. It just doesn't make sense. Well, the love is giving. Line. Love is sacrifice. And a lot of young girls aren't taught that. They're taught power, self-serving. You deserve everything. You go after everything. Don't let anybody take anything from you. But at the same time, teach them to be loving and, and kind, too, and serving. I mean, good gravy. Well, what is going on? It's, this is also a reason that marriages are down. Yeah. Yeah, they are. You bet. And then there's a whole nother talk we can do on that. There's a whole nother discussion we can have on why people are living together. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. All right. We're going to come right back. We have a lot to go over in the next two hours. You ready for this? How we got here and where we're headed at a whole new level. So we'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) 